1: Skyline rockets in flight Oh, afternoon delight Ah, afternoon delight Ah, afternoon
0: delight, ah, afternoon delight. Good afternoon, Delight, and welcome to the show that is Sugary Spiceness and Everything Niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colican District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au, or perhaps you're listening to the Afternoon Delight podcast. Yeah. As many are. Yeah. So <laughs> welcome along, however you're choosing to uh, listen today, whether you're listening now or in the future. So, good day to you, Max. How's it going? Good. How's... Now, uh, yeah, is this your first official week back at school, over and done with now? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's kind of hard to remember, <laughs> everything all blurring in together, uh, because this time last week uh, was our first official time back in the, the studio. Uh, we looked at Melody Pops, mm-hmm. which was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, this time around, we've got a completely different topic uh, lots of stuff to get uh, back in on. Did you have a go practicing any more melody pop tunes, or uh, that was it? <laughs>
1: uh, I couldn't. <laughs> couldn't
0: qu- couldn't mm-hmm. quite master yeah. it. Yeah, I wasn't. Um,
1: oh, and um, the answer to your question last week. Oh yes. The um, stick, it doesn't have an actual whistle part. You
0: know. Ah, there you go. It's just
1: a stick. It is just a stick. So at the it. end of
0: last week, yeah, we were pondering what would happen if we get down to the middle of the uh, the melody pop. Does it have a whistly bit on it? There you go. No, it doesn't. Okay, then. Well, we have one last thing in our uh, yum box, I believe. Yep. So uh, let's find out what's in there. Mm-hmm. OK, Max, this is our uh, final item in the yum box. What have we well, got?
1: Final two items. Or
0: well, final two items. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Before a brand new yum box.
1: Yeah. It's floral cheese-flavored potato chips.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And butter biscuits.
0: Ah, yum, yum, yum.
1: Yeah.
0: Cool, cool. So, uh, for those who may have forgotten, we are in the middle of France uh, in our yum box. And uh, we've had all sorts of... uh, We had fromage, uh, (laughs) which means cheese, flavoured items. Uh, Vinegaré, which means... Vinegar. Vinegar. And that was literally just vinegar potato chips, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, It wasn't salt and vinegar. It was just vinegar. So, they had quite a bite to them. Um... So, yeah, the Sibel uh, Tube Aguiganot de Fromage. I'm not very good at French. I apologise in advance. Um, what else did we have? We had cocoa-dusted truffles, because truffles is, uh, yeah, quite mm-hmm. a quite a French um, thing. But they had ganache in them, which is another French word. Um, very, very chocolatey. So, what are we going with first? Sweet or savoury? Or, uh, they're both reasonably savoury, actually. One's butter biscuits and one's cheese-flavoured Um potato chips.
1: Butter biscuits.
0: Butter biscuits first? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, La Sable de la Mer Poulade. That is their uh, French name, but I would translate that as butter biscuits according to <laughs> this. Uh, the main ingredient in this famous French shortbread is sand. Yeah, you are. you are right to look at me with that perplexed look.
1: Apparently,
0: this is delicious sand. Sables are century-old cookies made by rubbing cold butter into flour and sugar to form tiny, tiny particles of dough. Given the dough's striking resemblance to sand, these fine golden breadcrumbs came to be called sable, which means sand in French. So you don't have to look too worried anymore. Uh, Yes, they are made, quite literally... With butter sand. (laughs) Um, It's not very buttery, apparently. I don't know, looking at that, could be a little bit crumbly. Yeah. And uh, apparently not found around the uh, beach of the Riviera. Can you guess which year they were uh, first manufactured?
1: Maybe 1888.
0: And what makes you think that?
1: Because big numbers written on the biscuit.
0: Yeah, stamped into the biscuit is 1888. (laughs) to give you a reminder of how old uh, these biscuits, well, not how old these particular biscuits are, <laughs> but how long they've been manufactured. Um, okay, so talk us through. What have you got in your hand there?
1: Uh, it's like a normal biscuit thing. Yep. Um. Mm, just got 1888 stamped onto it. Yeah.
0: And it's reasonably firm, like some buttery shortbreads kind of crumble in your fingers. These ones have got a bit of a a snap to them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in that kind of floret. Um, you know, the what do, what do you call that? Not corrugated, kind of corrugated <laughs> around yeah. the, the outside edges. So they're round, flat biscuits. Um, okay, give us the nibble and uh, let us know what you think of the... La Sable de la Mer Poulard The French butter biscuits.
1: It tastes like normal. Mm. Shortbread? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not really any extra buttery or melt in your mouth. Yeah. It doesn't taste like Christmas. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, to be honest, it's a little bit dry for shortbread, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> for something that's meant to be pure butter sand, yeah, this is quite dry.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Maybe would- it's been in the box for too long? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Well, we have been in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not really melting your mouth, goodness. Mm. Like, if you kind of chew it round a little bit, you get um, kind of the shortbread taste, but yeah, probably not, not the biggest thumbs up from me. Yeah, neither. Uh, half a thumb, <laughs> I think, from me out of two.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Okay, then let's hope that Brett's O uh, fromage de Jura. The floral cheese-flavoured potato chips will um, make up for it, eh? Hey? Mm-hmm. Did you know the average French person eats 60 pounds of cheese per year?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: is a lot of cheese. But it comes from the fact that they've got such a different variety of cheeses. There's over 1,600 different types of French cheese. Mm-hmm. is a lot of cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, So for this one, there's one particular variety, Comté, a sweet floral cheese from the Franche-Comté province in eastern France. Uh, To make it, every cow is treated to two full acres of pasture to roam, plus a diet of 100% natural food. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then their fresh milk is immediately rushed to a production site where it's crafted into cheese wheels and matured for at least four months. So it should have a very distinctive um, cheesy flavour. One bite of the chips and apparently um, (laughs) you'll feel like you've eaten 60 pounds of cheese.
1: Wow.
0: Okay. Let's uh, bust them open. So tell us about the packaging there. What have we got in front of us?
1: It has the picture of the chips and it's got some facts about them but I was going to read them, but they're in French. Ah, darn. So, yeah. You're not going
0: to uh, put on your beret and try and uh, uh, translate?
1: No, thanks. thank
0: you. Oh, cheesy. Cheesy? <laughs> okay, hang on. I'll try. I can actually smell that. <laughs> so, um, regular listeners of the show will know that I've got no sense of smell, and uh, it has to be pretty pungent for me to uh, get even the slightest aroma. So they must be super cheesy. Now they look like Ruffles chips for anyone that remembers those. It's um, uh, what are you th- what are you thinking? I
1: don't know.
0: they they've got the really again corrugated is the word that I'm <laughs> coming up with. Crinkle cut is the the chip terminology. But um, the indentations are very close together. So if you think of, you know, Smith's chips, they have really big divots. These are um, quite thinly sliced and close together. You've gone for a bit of a nibble there, Max. What's your thoughts of uh, the super floral cheese-flavoured potato chips? They're good. Cheesy goodness?
1: hmm
0: You got your mouse on? <laughs> They are very cheesy.
1: And crunchy.
0: And crunchy as well, yeah. Mmm, um, that is nice. It's uh-huh. got a... It's not like, you know, a Dorito-y sort of cheese flavour. Um, it is quite a distinctive taste. Um, oh. So it's kind of in between... It's not as sharp as kind of Parmesan flavour. It's more... Well, oh, how do you describe that? I don't know. It sits at the back of your mouth. <laughs> it's a really, really mellow and yet, at the same time, powerful cheese flavour.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, that's nice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, floral cheese. Four months, matured. It's definitely getting two thumbs up from me. Same. Same? Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Welsh, we're going to take a quick break here on Afternoon Delight. And we'll be back to check out this week's theme. So uh, don't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. On Afternoon Delight, it's time for us to have a look at this week's uh, topic, which is the Milky Bar. Now, what do you know about Milky Bar, Max?
1: Um, they come in um, white chocolate and milk chocolate.
0: Yeah, they do now. Hey. But hasn't always been that way. Mm. Now, I believe at some stage you... you oh, I still can't believe they didn't pick you. But uh, you actually entered in... Uh, I don't know if you know this... Uh, They had a competition looking for a brand new Milky Bar kid. Did I? (laughs) Did you know that you were entered into this? I
1: don't know.
0: No. Back in the early days of uh, Afternoon Delight, uh, when you were joining, uh, there was a competition for uh, a new Milky Bar kid. And I swear you look so much like (laughs) the kid that's got it. Anyway, Um. We'll we'll stick up a copy of the original Milky Bar commercial um, because there's a catch cry that has been uttered for decades now, which is the Milky Bars are on me, <laughs> and that comes from the uh, the cowboy Milky Bar kid commercials of yesteryear. But um, so for those who don't know, the Milky Bar is a white chocolate that is produced by Nestle and sold um, all over the world. United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, India, Ireland, Kuwait, South Africa and Spain. It has a different name when it is sold in Venezuela, Ecuador, Brazil and other parts of continental Europe. It's known as the Galec. Don't know where or why that comes from that. But uh, they've produced the white chocolate since the 1930s and uh, started using the brand Galek in 1967. But it was 1961 when the Milky Bar Kid was uh, created and added in the television commercials advertising Nestle's Milky Bar. So the Milky Bar Kid is a blonde, spectacle-wearing young child who's usually dressed as a cowboy. And uh, look, you just ticked all the boxes, Max, honestly. Mm -hmm. Are you not a, a blonde, bespeckled child? You got glasses. You got blonde <laughs> hair. Yeah. You uh, uh, do. You often dress as a cowboy and walk up and down the high street shouting, "The Milky Bars are on me." Mm-hmm. Dang, maybe that's why. Um, so the ads themselves usually take place in the Wild West. Um, there's been live action ads over the years. There's been animated ads as well, and um, uh, until eight-year-old Hina Patora Short of New Zealand was selected in 2010, the Milky Bar Kid has always been a male. But mm-hmm. that changed a little bit. Um, Galec, the uh, the other brand version, um, promoted the 1971 French animated series Um les Dauphin Blanc, which translates as Zoom the White Dolphin. Mm-hmm. So again, we've only just started packing away our uh, French... Um, <laughs> Yumbox, but uh, its characters appeared on packaging and commercials where two children, Yarn and Marina, and their white dolphin, Oom, um, would overcome villains such as uh, pirates or sharks using the power of Milky Bar, or Galek, as it would have been <laughs> <laughs> pronounced. Um, apparently, in 2003, Nestle terminated the use of the license, though the likeness of Oom um remained on some stock until 2004 which led to the series' owners um, suing for royalties. That happens sometimes, where uh, one company sells out one thing and the other gets a bit stroppy about it. Mm. But um, Milky Bar doesn't contain any cocoa butter, and it's not actually labelled as chocolate. Yeah. Because um, it is a a milk bar, which is uh, quite interesting. But, uh, yeah, as I said, we will share... um, (laughs) That up on the uh, Facebook page, you can hear the old Milky Bar commercial. We might see if we can uh, feature one. It's the Milky Bar Kid. The Milky Bar Kid is strong and tough, and only the best is good enough. The creamiest milk, the whitest bar,
1: the good taste that's in Milky Bar.
0: The Milky Bars are on me. Milky bars of creamy white, Nestlé Milky Bar. So that's the taste there of one of the original Milky Bar commercials. There are lots and lots of them, um, but uh, yeah, as I said, seriously, if you were dressed as a uh, a cartoon or a cartoon character cowboy, I think you'd nail it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if anyone out there has got uh, some. Um, I don't know, Milky Bar memories that they'd like to share, they can text them into 0439 329 713. That is 0439 329 713. And uh, yeah, we'll share them on Afternoon the Light. But as you said, Milky Bars don't just come in uh, white chocolate anymore. Yeah. So uh, after the break, we're going to go head to head with a few Milky Bar products. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. Okie dokie, Max. Tis time to go head-to-head, to uh, to -to head-to-head on Afternoon Delight. Your ears pricked up when you uh, heard that there was more than one milky bar. Yeah. Yeah. So... In all honesty, some of them are just going to be the Milky Bar in a different shape. Uh. Because um, the Milky Bar itself uh, has long been um, just a bar of what I would class as white chocolate. But as we just said before, it's not actually chocolate because it doesn't have any cocoa in it. White stuff. It's, yeah, a (laughs) bar of white stuff. So the classic Milky Bar is a a very milky goodness bar. um, And... Comes in variety of sizes. There's a 50-gram kind of block, I guess you would call it, or um, it's got, you know, pieces. There's also um, Milky Bar Bites now. Uh-huh. Um, so these come in the traditional range plus cookie bites, which are... Um, uh, they look a little bit like uh, Maltesers. Uh-huh. So it's got a white... Milky bar outside. I can't say white chocolate because they're not white chocolate. Mm. But um, inside, there's got kind of a crunchy cookie centre. But again, it's not... uh, That's going to do my head in, is uh, not being able to say it's white chocolate on the outside. Then, uh, milky bars, which are Mm -hmm. kind of the size of Freddo Frogs or Caramellos. Yeah. They come in... um, Milky Bar flavour, or there's also the uh, the choc one that you've uh, you've mentioned, mm-hmm. and then there's blocks of Milky Bar chocolate, ah, oh. um, which come in 180 gram bars. Yeah. So there's the Real Milk Goodness one, which is just your plain classic, but then there's this brand new Whirl, which uh, is yeah. It does actually have milk chocolate in it, so you've you've got um, that particular bar there as well. So, how do we want to go about this? I don't know. <laughs> do we want to um, try and compare the classic block to the bite to the bar, or? Uh, I
1: think so. Yeah. Swirl and a in a
0: bite. Well, you've got some of the whirl there. Yep. Oh, um, that that'll have chocolate bits through it. If we bust open maybe the the classic bar, that'll give us the classic versus the whirl, and then we'll throw in some cookie bites for good measure. <laughs> Okey-dokey. So, do you want to start with uh, the original first, where it all began? Just yep. the milky bar itself. But that explains why it has such a unique taste. If it's not actually white chocolate, if it's just kind of... What is it then? That is a good question. (laughs) Milk solids or what's the go? So as we take a look at the back here, um, it tells us the ingredients is full cream milk powder, vegetable fat emulsifiers, and that is it. So it is pretty much eating solid milk. (laughs) There is no um, uh, extra... Oh, there's sugar, of course, but there's no um, cocoa or anything to call it. A... um, Chocolate A chocolate bar. bar. Each average serve gives you nine grams of sugar. That's mm. that's the good stuff. Uh, it is 10% sugar, this bar. So it's milk and sugar, the end. <laughs> um, what do you notice about the shape and uh, the creation of this particular um, block?
1: No, Cadbury things. Or Nestle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these ones are... Bigger.
0: Taller than a Nestle. Oh, uh, t- sorry, taller <laughs> than a Cadbury, yep. Yep.
1: And it's got Nestle on top. <laughs> Stamped into it, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's certainly smoother. The yeah. taste is very, very creamy. Mm-hmm. But now I know that there's no cocoa in it, that explains why.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's got a bit of bite. Um, well, not as in bitey flavour, but uh, y- you do have to actually crunch through it. Mm-hmm. It's not a really melt in your mouth um, kind of bar. Yeah. You do actually have to chew it to to get through it.
1: Uh huh.
0: What's your thoughts?
1: I like. Um, I keep on trying to say white chocolate. Well,
0: I know, but it's not. Yeah. It's technically not white chocolate. And what? In, in researching this, I should have, um, you know, maybe got white chocolate to go head to head. You live and you learn. Yeah. I've got all these different milky bars, which will probably sit on my table while I'm writing school reports this week. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's certainly smooth. It's creamy. It's the taste of childhood.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, um, yeah, it is technically not chocolate. Yeah. So then, let's see what happens when you add chocolate to the milky bar. Mm-hmm. You've got your milk whirl there. hmm I'll bust open this one. We'll go. You can have yours. I'll have mine. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it looks a bit like marble chocolate, which has just come back on the shelves um, for Cadbury. Uh, it's got the milky bar milk solid stuff that isn't chocolate mm-hmm. that has then got... Um, chocolate swirls through it. Oh, the bar itself has got kind of milk splodge imprints on it. Does yours have that? Yeah. So around the outside it's made to look like the uh, the chocolate block has, you know, just been splashed into its um, wrapper. Yeah. I'll see if I can, how much I can take out without... Okay, so you've got, yeah, it Ah, right, so there's a whole imprint of Nestle on the entire block.
1: Oh, is it?
0: And it makes it look like um, the the milk has been poured into the chocolate block.
1: Yeah, cool.
0: And yours has got a similar sort of pattern?
1: Ah, yeah, but mine's broken. (laughs) Broken?
0: (laughs) You will see, my bar's actually broken in half too. Yeah. It came like that from the shop, so... It wasn't me that broke it. <laughs> okay, what do you, what's your thoughts? Um, what what can we see? What can we taste?
1: It looks cool.
0: Ooh. The marbling effect.
1: Mm-hmm. I like how they've put the big um, things that look like they've just put it.
0: The in splash. There. Yeah. So that that would come from a um, a mould of some description when they've been setting the the chocolate block. Mm-hmm. Tastes a lot chocolatier. Mm-hmm. You can actually taste the cocoa coming through.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, It's still got that milky taste to it, though. It's not overpowering. What are you thinking?
1: It tastes like um, milk chocolate,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but not that cocoa.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the, the milky taste of the milky bar is actually what's shining through. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, according to uh, the pack here, uh, three pieces is one portion of uh, your milky bar, so you don't want to be having any more than that, because all of a sudden the sugar content has jumped up to 10.5 grams.
1: Mm.
0: So I've gone up another gram of sugar just in uh, (laughs) adding that little extra cocoa and sugar. Mm. (laughs) Um, Original versus milky World. What's your verdict?
1: I like um normal white chocolate, but so yeah, I like just the classic.
0: The classic, yeah. I'm I'm actually liking the the cocoainess, giving it that extra little kick. So I'm actually probably I've been overtaken by the world there. As much as I like a Milky Bar. The swirl of milk chocolate's given it an extra um, flavour that, yeah, I, I think I've been won over. Yeah. But that said, there's still the cookie bites you've got there. So they're about the size of um, chocolate sultanas. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. They look like a <laughs> white version of chocolate sultanas.
1: Or what, M&M's. Yeah, about the- that
0: size. Yeah. yeah. White M&Ms, if there was such a thing, <laughs> Go on, Mars, you've got to be listening. <laughs> um, so these are smooth, creamy, milky bar outside, and then a crunchy cookie centre. <laughs> uh, um, similar sort of sugar content as the original bar; it's nine point four grams. What are you see? Your thought as you munch down on that?
1: Very soft. I was expecting it to be like
0: Malteser hard crunch. In there. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's. Even though it's cookie crumble, it does actually kind of melt in your mouth.
1: hmm I can crush it just with my fingers. Yeah. It's so soft.
0: For this one, though, I don't know about you, but I'm still getting more milky bar than cookie.
1: Yeah, same.
0: I mean, you can tell by the texture that there's cookie in there.
1: Yeah, it's like cookies and cream.
0: Mm, yeah. But, um... It's more cream and cookies.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I like it, but I still think I'm going with the Whirl. I don't think yeah. it's knocked the, off the top for me.
1: Yeah, I'm still going with the Classic.
0: So where do you place all three? Hmm.
1: Oh. I'd go a Classic on top and the Whirl and the
0: Cookie Bites. Cookie bites there you go. Tied. Well, we shall uh, put that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Uh, let us know what's your vote for uh, the Milky Bar goodness. If you've tried the new Whirl, um, does it outweigh the original Milky Bar or not? Mm-hmm. Um, you can also vote on the, uh, the text line 0439 329 713. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back with our sweetest tune right after this. <laughs> It is time on Afternoon Delight for a uh, sweet tune. Now, this one's actually uh, produced by a reasonably local person. Oh. She's uh, out of Melbourne. Her name is Siobhan Keeler, um, and she has actually performed on ACRFM before. <laughs> um, I believe she go. She has a new band out um, that she's been working with, mm. and uh, yeah, the song that you've chosen for us today is called Milk Chocolate. Even though it's not chocolate. Even though it's not chocolate, (laughs) that's right. So uh, let's take a listen. Afternoon Delight that there is a tune called Milk Chocolate from Siobhan Keeler Uh, she also performs in a couple of other bands around Melbourne uh, Mirror spelled M-I-H-R-A just to trick (laughs) you and another band called uh, My Elephant Ride what do you think of that one? Milk good. chocolate, yeah, yeah, pretty groovy. Uh-huh. Uh, let's take a flick over to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Last week we were uh, talking uh, what's new with the cheeseburger-flavoured Doritos. Uh, Holly says, I approve of this flavour. <laughs> and uh, James says, we used to have something like these back in 2004 in the US. Uh, this is an awesome show. I just started listening on Apple Podcasts in March. Thanks, James. Good to have you along. <laughs> Uh, also on the Facebook page this week, we've uh, posted a little um, question to listeners out there. Have you got any life hacks for sweet treats? Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a little cartoon we put up there of um, uh, when you can't fit a cupcake in your mouth, cut it in half, turn it upside down so that the, the icing's on the inside and you oh, made like sorry. an icing sandwich mm. <laughs> cupcake. But uh, have you got any um, hints for people out there? When it comes to eating something?
1: I don't
0: know. I know uh, there's some pretty clever ones that uh, people do with fast food and the containers and stuff. I've seen people make little trays out of their uh, fast food containers and drink holders and stuff like that. Or um, uh, using utensils to to create all sorts of stuff. Oh,
1: I've seen one thing. Yep. It's um, when you get a Macca's drink, mm-hmm. the lid... You put it on the table or something and you put the cup on it so it doesn't uh, spill.
0: like a coaster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lot, definitely a life hack. So if there's <laughs> any more of those out there, let us know. 0439 329 is the text line or you can jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and uh, share your food life hacks or in particular related to sweet treats because that's yeah. what uh, this show is all about. <laughs> Uh, we'll take another break. We'll be back after this to share a recipe. Say,
1: hey, hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking? Something up with me.
0: Delight, it is time for us to share a recipe, and uh, Max, what have you selected for us this week?
1: Easy milky bar chocolate self-sourcing pudding.
0: That's a mouthful and a half, <laughs> <laughs> but the picture also looks like a bit of a mouthful, and it looks absolutely yeah. scrum-niddly-umptious. Um, it serves eight, so this should last uh-huh. quite a bit. <laughs> uh, it's best cooked just before serving so what does we need
1: one and a quarter cup of self-raising flour a quarter a third of a cup of cocoa powder three quarters of a cup of casting sugar three quarters of a cup of milk an egg lightly beaten 100 grams of unsalted butter, melted and cooled. 180 grams of... uh, 180 gram block milky bar white chocolate, finely chopped. And chocolate ice cream to serve.
0: (laughs) That's just the pudding itself. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) Topping is... uh, Quarter of a cup of cocoa powder and uh, three quarters of a cup of firmly packed brown sugar.
0: Thank okay, you, So, what do we need to do?
1: Grease in an ovenproof dish. Sift combined flour and cocoa into a large bowl. Stir in sugar. Add milk, egg, and butter. Stir until smooth. Spoon mixture into a prepared dish. Smooth over top. To make topping, sift cocoa, cocoa into a medium bowl. Stir in sugar. Sprinkle over pudding mixture. Slowly pour two and a half cups of boiling water over the back of the large metal spoon to avoid dents in the pudding. To cover cocoa mixture, and yeah. <laughs> cook in a moderate oven for about 35 minutes or until a spongy cake forms on top of the sauce is runny underneath. Remove from oven, sprinkle white chocolate over top, stand for five minutes, and serve warm with ice cream, and then you're done.
0: Om nom nom. <laughs> Sounds like a, a great winter warmer.
1: Uh-huh. Mm.
0: So we'll stick a copy of that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page if you'd like to have a go at that one yourself. A uh, very yummy Milky Bar chocolate self-sourcing pudding. Uh-huh. Okie dokie, well, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back after this to find out what's new on the shelf. What's new, whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, Okie dokie, Max. It is time to find out what's new on the uh, shelf. hmm And you've Kit-Katted us up. <laughs> it's nothing like Kit-Kat to uh, bring out some new things on the shelf during lockdown yeah Uh, we've talked about how they've got many 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 different flavours in their Japanese market (laughs) sometimes they make it to uh, an Australian shelf what have you got there
1: we've got two flavours yep one is gooey caramel and the next is mint cookie fudge
0: do I even need to uh, ask which one you prefer before you've even opened it (laughs) I don't know (laughs) don't know there's only one way to find out um Okay, so uh, which one are we going with first? Are you saving the best or last? or Yeah, <laughs> gooey caramel first. Okay, you're getting caramel over and done with first. Mm-hmm. So, ca- gooey caramel in a Kit Kat. I know the Kit Kat Chunkies have something similar, but uh, how they're going to do it in a mini bar, I'm not 110% sure. Because Kit Kats are a wafer finger that's covered with chocolate. I'm mm-hmm. assuming they might. Put the gooey caramel inside the wafer, perhaps?
1: Yeah. Well, not it's
0: gooey. <laughs> mm. Good stuff. So it's got the Kit Kat crunch to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they've done the top layer in caramel. So it's got kind of wafer chocolate, wafer caramel, and then that's covered in chocolate on the outside.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yet they are still managed to keep it a little bit gooey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not gooey like a caramello koala, but it's certainly soft. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Thumbs That's up, good. thumbs down? One thumb up. One thumb up? Yep. You're saving your other thumb for uh, the next <laughs> you?
1: I think it needs a little bit more caramel.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know how they do it because... The Kit Kats are so, th- such a thin yeah. layer of whatever flavour they normally do. They often put the flavour in the chocolate on the outside.
1: Yeah.
0: So if it's, you know, white chocolate or mint cookies and cream, that sort of thing, it's in the actual chocolate itself, not inside the Kit Kat bar. So I think they've accomplished their goal of making a caramel flavour Kit Kat. But yeah, I agree. It could definitely have a little bit more caramel. Yeah. Righto then. Just open your mint one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's coming in green packaging. We should say the caramel one had kind of a...
1: Orangey. Yeah,
0: burnt orange colour.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so again, from the outside, you can't really tell that this is any different to a normal Kit Kat.
1: Yeah.
0: Chocolatey outside. Wafer inside.
1: I can smell the mint.
0: Oh, I can kind of smell the mint. Ooh. Bright green on the inside.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, spearmint, peppermint, what do we got here, Max? You're our mint connoisseur.
1: Peppermint, I think. Mm.
0: Could be a bit sharper, actually.
1: Uh huh. That's good.
0: That might be spearmint. Does mm. it tell us which mint on the outside?
1: Mm.
0: No. No.
1: Just said. <laughs> Not s- helpful at all. Mint fudge. Mint fudge. fudge.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking it's got more of a toothpastey spearmint <laughs> than peppermint, mm. but uh, definitely it it melts into the the chocolate flavour as well. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's getting tick of approval from me. Mhm. Same. Same. Mhm. Well then, need I ask? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Uh, we'll uh, pop those in the. Um, What's new folder of uh, the Facebook page as well? My goodness, where has the time gone? It's almost time for us to get out of here. Mm-hmm. There is but one more thing to do. Kinda,
1: kind kin, kin, kin.
0: kinda, 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 Kin, kinda, kin. kin 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 kinda, 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 kin. kin 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 kinda, kind
1: ow kin, kin,
0: kin,
1: kin,
0: kin. Righto Max. What is inside this week's Kinder Surprise? The foil's off. There goes the chocolate.
1: Boom. Crocodile.
0: Oh, okay. Mm. They they're getting less and yeah. less put together. <laughs> this has got how many pieces? Two. Head gets connected to the body. The end. <laughs> oh, that's it. He's <laughs> struggled a bit there. Okay, it's together? Yep. Okay, the question is, what sort of crocodile is it? Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, there's a little What's thing it doing? on the back. It just opens its mouth.
0: That's pretty cool. hmm What type of crocodile do you think that is?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: I wonder if it's inside the instructions. Does it have a uh, certain type of snout? Salt water, fresh water?
1: It doesn't say. Oh, what? It's just a picture of a crocodile.
0: <laughs> Come on, give me a surprise, get your job. Or is it alligator or crocodile? Actually? That's the question. See, so it's kind of standing more upright. It may be an alligator. Mm-hmm. We don't have the, uh, the the magic Kinder app to triple check, do we? No. <laughs>
1: um,
0: it's standing more upright. I think it's actually an alligator. Mm-hmm. Do you know the difference between um, uh, crocodiles and alligators?
1: Don't crocodiles like go close to the ground? Mm. Eh. Yeah. And alligators stand more up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's quite a few difference um, between. their snouts, so alligators have kind of wider snouts. Crocodiles look a bit more pointed. So, yeah, that's got a kind of wide snout to it. Um, What happens when its mouth is shut? Can you see its teeth? No, they're hidden inside. Again, that's (laughs) a bit more of an alligator trait. (laughs) Um, and yeah, to my understanding, I believe alligators' feet uh and legs are kind of um more pronounced than uh crocodiles. Crocodiles kind of have stumpy legs, whereas alligators walk around a bit more on uh mm-hmm. you can you can see their knees, <laughs> but uh, crocodiles tend to live in um salt water here in Australia. Mm-hmm. We do have freshwater crocodiles, of course. (laughs) But uh, that's pretty cool with the little... um, It's got a movable jaw, even though it only had two pieces. Mm -hmm. You've done well, Kinder. (laughs) Uh, That said, that is the end of the show this week. Thank you very much for tuning in, as always. If you want to get in touch and suggest any sweet treats you'd like us to uh, feature on the show, you can email lolly at ocrfm.com or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and uh, join the community that way
1: yeah
0: and the podcast will be up soon so, so uh, we'll catch you next Sunday
1: yeah bye bye see ya gonna hold her tight gonna grab some afternoon delight my motto's always been when it's right it's right why wait until the middle of a cold dark night when everything's a little clear in the light of day Is always gonna be there anyway
0: Thinking of these warming up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the spark ignite uh-huh. And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Sky rockets in flight Afternoon delight Afternoon delight